0: Welcome back to the Touch the City podcast. I am Fax Mercury, and this is episode 30. Before I introduce the legendary man himself, I just want to make a small note. Well, actually, no, I'll let you introduce yourself first. Then we could talk a little bit about 30 episodes.
1: All right, all right, so... I'm sorry. Let me go ahead and introduce myself, I guess. Let me just get that out the way. You already know who's back on set. Twim, aka Twin 4K, because I'm actually back in the flesh, in 4K today, with the cam link on deck, you know what I'm saying? And we're recording live in 4K for the first time, so this is about to be a movie. 4K, you know what I'm saying? crispy. You already know? Crisp, crisp, crisp quality you know what i'm saying so you could throw it up on your big screen tv all right so you know what i'm gonna let i'm gonna just let that intro sit there let you get your the 30 off so i'm gonna let you go ahead first well episode 30 so
0: <laughs> and we are again we're the Tulsa city podcast uh, i wish i had sometimes i try to come up with an official description of it and quite frankly it's literally just us catching up so thank you for the fact that we made it to 30 episodes of literally just us catching up and we just happen to record the conversation <laughs> no uh, no
1: thank you thank you honestly it's been my pleasure brother for real for real so it's just, like i like i said last time it's just so easy to do this podcast dude it's it's a fucking
0: breeze like that mm. shit just just rolls off the tongue you know like it just it's easy this is, yeah. this is basic conversation to me. Like, nah, I honestly, guess we just have that dynamic, you know? Nah, word.
1: And honestly, like that—that's like facts for sure. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and you know, the fact that we can really just come here and just shoot the shit, and honestly, record this and put it out, and these people that's out there that actually want to consume, and you know, the, the 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 base is growing, and you know, hopefully, the base continues to grow, and you know, people continue to spread that good word. You know, that's dope. That's dope. And you know, I just, I, I just hope and continue to see that growth just continue and grow forever. Like, you know what I mean? Just continue to grow on, you know what I mean? Whatever it becomes, it becomes. And you know, that's like, honestly, why we here, you know, just to shoot the shit, like just to really give y'all, you know, our piece of opinion over things kind of like bar, I don't, you know, want to just chalk it up to that, but barbershop talk, you know what I mean? The homies chilling in the room, Xbox live chat party shit, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's really the vibes that we really are. So like, I'm just happy that, you know, I just get here to do that with my brother, son, and we just capture and hear here a lot, feel me? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yes, thank you for rocking with us. Like he said, 30 episodes in. So let's jump into it. How was your week?
1: Um. Well, 30 episodes in, yo, shout-out Steph Curry on 30. Um, Wardell Stephen the, Curry Jr. The, you know, the greatest shooter himself, you know what I'm saying? I got to yeah. give a shout-out to the boy because, you know what I'm saying, he's definitely done some damage. So, you know, I would be, I would be remiss Tanado, go ahead. it
0: would be a egregious of you if you don't mention Steph Curry's name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, no, nah, man. What did I do this week? It's it's honestly been, you know, actually hectic, more so on the work side. Like I know I usually get off that and then kind of say, yeah, you know, but that's whatever. But nah, I've actually been doing a lot. You know what I mean? So obviously, at the onset of um, the the coronavirus uh, as it spread so rapidly and. You know, everything was shutting down. There was huge um, layoffs at my job. Unfortunately, a lot of people got laid off. So they ended up bringing a lot of people back. And um, but they switched up the model where so that they needed laptops and things like that. Um, A lot of the actual account managers at Optimum for like Brooklyn, New York. So they mm-hmm. ended up, I think, rehiring like 13 to 15 account managers. And um, so I, I had to work with just getting them some machines throughout the week and work with like executive management on that. So that shit was like pretty hectic, mad eyes on me. Like, yeah, I don't know if you, you know that feeling of just any, anything with a project or if you have like a deadline or expectation, yeah. like, and there's so many eyes on you. So like I've been definitely just running in and out the house and at work long hours of the day, you know, definitely like a regular, like I don't go to work at 8am no more, but I've been at work at 8am, which is crazy. So mm. that shit uh, hasn't been the the best, I guess. I mean, it's been cool because, like, it's been cool to work, actually. You know what I mean? Mm. There's something weird about not having work or not having really used your technical skill. Cause I, I don't know if um, other people may be able to relate to this. Maybe the listeners or, you know, you obviously, you know, one, like, you're going to be, you can relate, but just like anytime you move up or you, you take on another task that's like at a higher level or where you're getting compensated more, it, sometimes it doesn't seem necessarily like, like, I guess, I guess as like the work is as difficult as when you were working, like, let's say minimum wage. Like when I worked at retail, for instance, like I felt like my jobs at White Castle and Best Buy were 20 times harder than every job that I've ever had in corporate. But it's just weird that, um, you know, now that I'm at the point where I'm at in my career, I don't have to use maybe some of the troubleshooting skills that I learned when I was like 18, 19, 20, 21. You know, when I first got out of college, 22, I first got my first corporate job. I had to do a lot of troubleshooting, help desk-like work. Even though I wasn't really a help desk, I was like an on-site analyst. And, you know, you're doing a lot more troubleshooting, though, a lot more analyzing issues and, like, resolving it. Like, that's not my job no more. It it seems like my job is more of so management, and it's just weird. Like, it's just fucking strange. So when you do have to delve back in, even though you do remember it, it's just like, oh, shit, I got to brush it up. So it feels good to be able to brush up those skills. And you know, I I don't know how to like necessarily um relate it to anybody in everybody else's field, but I'm pretty sure everybody can relate to digging up an old skill and having to um, you know, being able to perform. And, you know, that's pretty much what's happened over this past week. So that was pretty fun and but stressful at the same time. Uh shit. I mean, I've been doing a whole bunch of shit with my PC. I've pretty much rebuilt my rig. I don't know if um uh there's gonna be a way for me to show it to the pod. But I mean, I'm pretty sure if anybody follows me on Twitter, they've seen it. I think I, or Instagram, I posted it on my Instagram story. I didn't throw up any like hard pictures, but I'll probably throw it on my bullshit page or whatever. So people can actually <laughs> see it. But I've, I, I completely redid the insides. And I mean, that shit looks pretty real. Looks really, really good. So, um, that's pretty much been it. I mean, you know, I've just been doing that work, PC, family, uh, drinking some vino. You feel me? Doing shit like that. <laughs> That's it, man. Just continuing to uh, improve and (laughs) and, and expand in life, bro. You know that's all I've been on.
0: I respect that. I I did see the build. What did you Mm -hmm. do for your build? My just one question. What did you change? (laughs) Yeah, no, I didn't um, really know what you had before, honestly.
1: Oh well, it's it's funny. I I I didn't do anything really. I guess upgrade wise, I actually am just cosmetically pimped it out. I guess you would say. So, I um. Uh, so for anybody who doesn't know, I have recently uh, migrated from 7700K as my primary rig over to a AMD 3900X, um, built a rig in a Leanne Land Cool 2 um, case. And, you know, with the Land Cool 2, they sell it for where you can make upgrades to the build. So um, they have a vertical GPU mounting kit that allows your GPU to sit um, vertically. And I have a, a Asus 2080 Strix. So it has those nice RGB lights and a really good front um end design. And so like being able to put it up like has like just lifted the overall appearance. Like the shit looks like a fucking like Lamborghini. Like I feel like it just looks mad sexy, like my, the inside of my case. Like, and I got like extra cabling. I got extensions that are specific colors. Cause before they were just the black cables that came with the uh EVGA um PSU added an extra fan because i had two fans oddly placed cooling the insides of the case so added a third fan to actually add some i guess extra performance you know i guess to run the fans lower um you know not necessarily as higher uh and i mean that's pretty much it that's all i did i'm, I'm kind of like taking a look inside i cleaned up the cable management on the back inside too which has been mm-hmm. fun added a fan controller so mm-hmm. now i can control the fans from the inside and not just through bios you know what I mean? Just me, you know, getting my geek on, bro. That's all I've been doing this week, just getting my geek on, my PC, you know. I and, uh, you know, I did try and record some of it. Like, my biggest gripe with all my hobbies is that I don't document it enough to show it to people. But I feel like I hate that 2020 and the modern era has created the expectation that if you're enjoying a hobby, you should be creating it to display to other people, to sell to other people to monetize to other people. I don't necessarily have to do that. And realistically, I've always understood and accepted that. Um, But I do always feel like it's a missed opportunity. I don't know if you understand Mm. what I mean there. Um, When you see like the tons of success other people get from doing those things. And I, I mean, I feel like I would be ecstatic about it. But I guess like when it comes to actually doing it sometimes, the stress and the OCD that I usually have about all the things that I'm into it really upticks about content creation sometimes. So, you know, it, it it it's just one of those things that it's like, damn, I really, really wish that I did it more. I did document a lot of it. Um, I'm going to see what I can do. Y'all might see it. Y'all might not. I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying it, putting it out there. But, like, I definitely need to do a better job at doing that. And I guess, you know, that's something that I did, I guess, take away, um, you know, stepping away from that project this weekend, you know, I have a whole bunch of projects coming, you know, this this has been, you know what the, the the pandemic has done for me? I'll be honest. It's gotten me another uptick in just PC building at home, you know, making the modifications, seeing the gratification. Like I still have the NZXC Kraken that I got installed and that shit is super dope. Y'all are definitely going to see that because anybody who doesn't know what the Kraken is. And I know this is super duper nerd talk. Yeah. Uh, liquid
0: like cooler joint.
1: Liquid cooler, but it also throws animated gifts. So I could throw like fucking Street Fighter. I could throw gifts. Oh, I didn't know about the gifts. Yo, It's GIFs it's just a super dope cooler. So like you know, it, it's just gonna be mad cool. It's gonna add another layer of life to the rig. Um, and man, you know, I, I don't know. PC building has super been super dope during quarantine. And uh, hopefully, you know, like I said, I, I still, I still have so many ideas and projects that I got to get out on that side. So it's it's, it's been good to definitely re-embrace that amongst other things, and, um, you know, quarantine. So, but yeah, that's been my week. I don't, I don't want to nerd talk you guys too much to death, but at the same time, I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed, appreciated that because that's all I've been on, really. That's all I've been on.
0: That's what you've been on. Now, nah, fast. Yeah, uh, what about you, brother? What we, got what you the, on? Uh, we got the room redone. I'm sure y'all can see the shelves here. All right. My son, really young builder right there put that there god that shit took fucking four (laughs) hours four or five hours um oh what are we talking about first of all the you know what the hell we did this week on saturday dude when we went to the park
1: oh yeah we chilled oh yeah man you know and that's so crazy how time works i feel i feel like that was was it was it two weeks ago was was it one week ago was it one week or two weeks i don't know but anyways we
0: did if we if i'm getting weeks confused just please let me know because
1: i'm you Know it, it I nah, I it's really all good because I honestly, I was thinking about that earlier today, too. I was like, Wait, did we chill with them last week? I was having a conversation, I couldn't, yeah.
0: I felt like, Oh, god, <laughs> anyway. So, but anyway, yeah, did that. I did, I redid my desk as well, got my nerd on because I finally put my shelf up and I got uh, all oh, my pop Funko staring at me right now. So, okay. and I just ordered because I got the shelf. That's why I didn't order the rest of the ones that I wanted to order. Now I started ordering the rest of the ones. So I'm about to (laughs) fill this shelf up in like two weeks time, practically. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got my desk in perfect array as best as I really can get it without getting a new desk. And I like the position, everything. My rig is right next to me Um, for whatever I need to, you know, just pop it off, take a look at what's going on. And my rig is a cube, so all I have to do is just pop the cover, and I'm looking down into it. So because of that, it's just easy crazy. accessibility, easy, yeah, easy e-
1: accessibility. Oh man, it's <laughs> almost like an open air setup. That's what it kind of reminds yeah. me of. Like I, I really envy those type of rigs, and um, I just look down and be like, ah, right, what's going on in there? <laughs> yeah, I'm so jealous. Like my, and I, I know I was telling you obviously before we started filming, I'm um, shooting, but like my idea with the room has always been to remove. Because like, I've always had this small side table. It's just a little yeah. coffee table, technically. But I've been using it, obviously, to hold my networking equipment. It has on uh, my hard drives and et cetera, et cetera. A bunch of bullshit, obviously, from my work. I want to obviously clear it off and use this closet behind me. I've been putting up shelves in this room because this is really my office. This is my office. I haven't really... One day, I will do a tour. I don't know when, but I'm going to do a tour for the podcast or just for my YouTube. i throw it on the YouTube Everybody will be able to go and take a look at the the room tour. But I have some shelves that I've been installing so that I can, like, remove all the shit that's in the closet, put it out there on the shelves. Because, I mean, it's good eye candy for one and two. Um, You know, it just makes more sense. Make more real estate. Use the real estate that is your walls. Um, You know, honestly, I feel like you taught me that shit. Like, seeing you and Ruthie design your house is just, honestly, like, y'all niggas Um, is the masterminds of design (laughs) to me. So... That's like, this, this, so just, um, nah, I mean, shit, you know, just, just, just be humble. You know, you wear the hat. So, you know, I understand you're humble. But it's all good. You know, just throwing the shelves up is going to clear a mad room. So I'm going to be able to turn that little closet into an IDF closet. That's always been one of my dreams. It's going to help me push on um, my career and my professions. But it's also going to be able to allow me to reclaim this table. On this table, my idea is to do an open air setup. If not an open air setup, it'll probably be just to hold my secondary rig because I do want to use um, I, this da- desk space. I'll probably put a mini ITX tower on there. I want to do an nzxth one build and throw it on my desk and then fucking throw the second rig on the top. And just like you, you know, be able to quickly access it, change things in and out. If I'm doing tests, comparisons, shit like that, um, just be able to have that accessible and right there and available yeah. to access. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah
0: so, we built those things. Um we went to the park and I feel like I'm missing some other key event, but my mind is just. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> this time, this, again, as time goes on, like there's going to be so many days I'm going to forget. It's kind of crazy. But all right. So let's jump into it. Uh, the NFL is in full swing
1: right now. Mm, yeah, um, NFL's in full swing Games swings. have been playing Games have been played Like you got all the sports All the sports is back Pretty much I mean, shit If you even think about it I don't even know If you've been following MMA's been back They've been doing the fight island. Yeah. They've been killing I mean, MLB I know they've been Actually back playing uh, Baseball So everybody's been back but, I mean, NBA playoffs, bro. That's, like, they've been the number one bad yeah. boy, man, right now. Yeah. Right now. So so.
0: Like, look at the NFL. Like, you look at the NFL MLB.
1: They've had outbreaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. The NBA the ain't have
0: no outbreaks.
1: Nah, that's a fact. Yeah, bro, that's Cam a fact. Cam
0: Newton tested Cam positive Newton? for COVID? What the fuck is going on? Oh, you man. whole teams testing or shit like that? Like,
1: team staff testing? Like, oh. That shit makes no sense, like. Like, the fact that the NFL has, like, now had those outbreaks and whole teams, I think it was the Titans that have experienced the most outbreaks now, where they've had games postponed. I'm pretty sure, I think actually the the Patriots still play tonight. They play the Chiefs. But now it's just Cam. It sucks. I don't know what what the uh, mandate was and, you know, if they're going to do any tracing and backlogging and try to figure out how he got contaminated and or exposed. Is it family? Is it... You know what I'm saying, just the coffee person at Starbucks, like, you know, the, you, you don't ever know, and that's like the the unfortunate thing about this virus. But you know how they're doing and or choosing to conduct their season, it's just it's it's like it's very risky. Like, th- like this past week has definitely been very very, like, evident of just okay. The NBA is a success story, but you got the NFL on the other hand that just chooses not to, I guess, comply or chooses, doesn't want to conform or, you know, unfortunately has that motivation of the president, you know what I'm saying, has the motivation of a Donald Trump where they don't believe or don't want to, um, you know, just be truthful with everybody about, okay, like this virus is fucking lethal. It is a lethal virus. It's, it's something that can contaminate people and people, um, once contaminated, we don't truly know the effects. We don't know the effects mm-hmm. of COVID-19. And that's the reason why there's not a cure. So for us not to know um, the uh, the effects of COVID-19, but try to just continue life and act like, okay, this thing might not have transverse effects down the line, it's just kind of ludicrous. And, you know, to say, okay, our past ancestors did it or whatever, all right, our past ancestors were dumber than us with all due respect. They didn't have the knowledge we have. We have the knowledge to understand that we should make educated decisions. So- To me, to put the NFL players in a position where they're susceptible to get contaminated by allowing them to not be in a bubble environment, I mean, it was doomed to fail from the jump because it wasn't just Cam Newton. Cam Newton, just unfortunately, boom, he's the first superstar, at least it appears, notable to be announced because he was the only one on the Patriots that got contaminated. You can't just put it out as one player on the Patriots got contaminated so that the team is going to keep playing. With the Titans, same things. Like they were able to mask essentially who it is because so many people got infected. So they don't necessarily have to announce who it is. But if it was like, all right, LeBron got infected, then y'all gotta say, all right, LeBron James got infected with COVID. Like it's one thing if it's fucking J.R. Smith, they probably would say somebody on the the Lakers tested positive. So, mm. you know, it's 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 just unfortunate that, you know, like I said, they're being, you know, susceptible to this type of treatment, at least just from the the commissioner and you know, the agreement, this is just what they've come up with. I, You know, prayers out to Cam Newton. You know, you look at the Titan situation that further led to, you know, now look at the Cam Newton situation. They just, they have to figure out either A, are they going to continue to just stick with what they're doing? Or are they going to switch to a bubble situation? Because I'm telling you right now, before the Titan situation, when you have an environment where there was no restrictions on how the players can move, you were setting yourself up for what happened with the Titans. So once the Titans situation happened, they locked it down. They was like, okay, um, play, um, teams aren't able to leave, I believe. I think this is why I'm not 100% sure. Everybody can fact check me on this, but I'm pretty sure I'm sure. I'm pretty sure I'm right on it. Um, teams aren't able to leave, essentially, the t- city that they're playing in whenever yeah. they're there. So like, you know, Patriots in Kansas City and Boston or whatever or in Massachusetts, y'all can't leave that state. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, or y'all can't leave that city. Once it has y'all to seen, be, yeah, like it's just like you know y'all have to like fuck all these mini steps. Y'all can't wait until it happens to conform it, mm-hmm. yo, bubble or not. Y'all have seen that it the bubble have been works? You see like that the go bubble works.
0: To, uh, Go to L A or something. Exactly. Like you got two stadiums in L A Just yeah. secure both of it. Just be like, yo, you're confined. Teams flying the in and, and out to
1: play, play this this city, and that's it. That's how like or, you know maybe do it split it up by conferences. You know you got the NFC and the AFC. I don't know how the, the uh, teams would put, set it up, but if you want to do it in divisions, maybe teams only play teams in their divisions. I said the same thing about the NBA next season because the NBA might not be able to enact a full-on bubble. And, I mean, that's another conversation in itself, but if they can enact a full-on bubble for the entire league because, you know, that's, I think that's a lot. I think they You think? Because I don't know.
0: Listen, if we go and we're done with the finals and, again, there's no outbreaks, that's a good look that's a very good look that i think like disney and facilities and they would i think the NBA would be able to have some sort of they would be able to leverage that to the best of their abilities if you could there that's the first successful like yo you we were able to have something and it'd be of great quality while being as safe as possible with not you know it's a lot of changes they made it work but it's still like a certain level of oh wow like even like Ruthie she doesn't really watch basketball all too much when she watched the first like the first time she saw a uh, bubble game, she was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Like, you know, people are pretty surprised with the presentation. And I feel oh, like yeah. because of that, it should allow them to have momentum to do it again next season if they needed to.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. And I, I'm on 100 percent agreement with that statement. I think if they needed to essentially fall back or fall safe on a, a, a certain type of method that they wanted to enact to roll out a season. This yeah. is proven. This is a proven success. Yeah. Locked down for two to three months. You guys, you know what I mean? Put your heads down if, as grown men. Get your millions. We'll get the TV money. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're doing a lot for the fans right now that don't have a lot. If the situation still is that we are not allowed outside our homes, you know? We have a proven method. But I think that they are definitely going to try to get fan money next year, for sure. In some way, somehow, they're going to try and start a, like, rolling fans. and I think. I do think there is a method, and if there's anybody that's gonna be able to pull it in, off, it's gonna be the NBA, because you know they're gonna do restrictive seating, maybe eliminate court size seating. I'm thinking, you know, spread out seating, um, you know, maybe with ways to fill in, and you know, you know, shit, it's gonna have everybody in work. Like, and I do think it's it's healthy. I think it's healthy for a society that does need to find a way, because we need a. There isn't a true mindset, in my opinion, and I do believe that we need to adapt. But we need to adapt in a very intelligent way. It doesn't have to be mindless. That yo, let's just fucking open up. It's fine. COVID numbers are down, so they're not going to spike back up. Let's not talk about the spikes that are happening the across the or we the are going to probably happened, get. It. We, we are going to talk about that. We are yeah, going to talk about the crazy yeah. spikes. But yeah, like yeah. when you really consider the 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 fact. Um, that, you know, the NBA at least has been responsible, I believe that they can be one of the responsible organizations that can lead that dynamic of, okay, you know what? They they probably have dividers, six feet worth of dividers between people or things like that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Where people are in a very uniform uh, matter, able to get in and out of these arenas without um, putting themselves at too much risk, at least, within the legal ramifications of the NBA. I'm not saying anything outside of, like, MSG or something. You know niggas is going to be niggas outside of MSG, and you know what I'm saying? I can't speak for any arena, excuse me, throughout the um, the United States. But, you know, there's there's always so much you can do, but I know that they can do everything and will do everything in their power to try and get fan money um, next year, for sure. Like, I and I, should. Hey, I, man, I, I, I've only been to what two basketball games in my life? I want to go to a motherfucking basketball game. Like, I think you know what, and COVID, you know what, COVID has taught me more than anything. It's taught me that, and I'm not sitting here, you know, bitching because life is more important than anything. Uh, all these other things are just, you know, it's just tokens, it's, it's things that don't necessarily matter. I don't need it. It's not, it's my selfishness. It is, admittedly. Um, but it has taught me that life is is very, very important. You know, the things that I might have stowed away and thought, you know what, I'll deal with it in five years. I should be more addressing, you know, and I, I don't know. It might be corny. It might be cheesy. It might be Davino speaking. Mm. Uh, But, <laughs> you know, it, it is something that I try to, or at least going forward, I'm definitely going to try to do. So at the moment, I'm not going to say the moment they do, because I'm obviously responsible. But when they do open that motherfucker back up, I'm definitely buying a tippet. ticket. I said tippet. ticket. T- 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 shout out the NBA. Shout out the NBA because I'm a supporter. Yeah, my
0: a my player. final concession is just that, or my final statement is really just that. Like I just don't agree with opening anything at all for a long time. So that's why I'm like, just keep doing the bubble. Like it just don't don't make that jump because it's I I just don't think it's going to go safely in any way trying to make that happen. Just because NBA games are played in an, an enclosed space, that's just a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Like Even if you have like a thousand people, you got to consider the workers. Anybody that's there is contributing to a possible COVID outbreak. All it takes is that one person. They interact with something, bloop, 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 and it goes throughout the stadium. So, yeah, no, it's, it's it's to a tough situation. Like
1: You're right. Because like, yeah. I feel like, you know, the moment you introduce uh, me, it endless possibilities. Because where have I been? Do first off, you are are you going to test me? Is the question, you know? And I think like is, is that something that p- people are willing to submit to? Are you willing to be tested to go to an NBA game? You know what I'm saying? If you yeah. if you if you're willing to be tested on site or or the day of, like maybe there's a formal process of where the NBA has you go to a formal testing site. um, You know, there's a formal thing where, okay, a few hours before and and, you know, like, is this what, like, and I guess that's a conversation, I don't know if you, like, I guess we're kind of there already, but like, I I guess I want to ask you, because I know you are somebody that's very adamant about, unless we understand this motherfucker and how to cure it, don't open up.
0: And I agree, that's
1: smart. It's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Unless, you know what I'm saying? If you know there's a killer outside your house and you're in the middle of your woods, like, unless you have, like, visibility and, you you know, you have a clear idea of where he is, what he looks like, it's daylight. You have advantages on your side, per se. You're not going to yeah. go outside. You know what I'm saying? You're going to lock yourself inside and you ain't going to fucking move. You're going to use your advantages. So what, to somebody, So um, what should a human beings in a world of COVID do? We should stay inside because we have it's the ability to stay home.
0: It's crazy that the answer is literally, there is no answer where you say there's not enough resources to to do that. Like I said last time, there's, there's, there's literally unlimited amounts of resources. Again, if it's money, just just have to make the money. Honestly, money (laughs) money is really not real. Like, what are we doing? Like we 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 see time and time again, that any of this shit that they say we don't, we can't pay for, they can actually pay for on the, on the whim of nothing on the whim of literally. "Mm, Yeah. Okay. Let's go and do that. Mm. So I I I look at it, or, or what's gonna upset me the most is that um, I will say this, and then we should jump into the, the finals because the finals is going crazy. Mm. Uh, but it would be a slap in the face to public health that if, because let's say you said take a day of right right now, unless you go to a rapid testing site, it's about two to five days your results. So if you're telling me. The only way people are or there would be mass versions of uh, a single day testing would be to go to an NBA game and not in the instance of just general public health. That would just be ridiculous that it, it took NBA to, you know, and that money, entertainment money to be able to provide people with faster COVID testing. Mm-hmm. like in mass, not because we yeah. know it's possible. It's just not in mass. And it would be crazy that it, the, the single day testing didn't become standard. It only became standard to go to an NBA game. Like, do you understand I mean, what I'm saying? You know, nah, like, nah,
1: nah. I feel you, crazy to me. I feel you, but I feel like, you know, like, and I, you know, I don't want to drag the topic, but it's just kind of like, I feel like that's really where we're at as a society. Cause I, honestly we, we've we already as a society realized this comments, this topic and this conversation. We're at a point where we're talking government and those big business tech organizations. These big giants that just are so massive, they almost exist on their own self. They're their own organization. The only thing that semi keeps them in check is the tax regulations that they have to fall under? That's the only thing that keeps them under check. The <laughs> very limited, and loose
0: is. tax restrictions, it, if yeah. there are
1: really any, honestly. Like if we're being honest, a Mark Zuckerberg is stronger than a fucking um, like United States government. Somebody who's a billionaire tech organization or this entity that exists multinational, multi-country across the globe is 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 more powerful than a single government if we're being honest their their value and their money facebook is what? literally
0: not ha- this facebook mm-hmm. was made because this man was being horny in college like, and we're at the point where facebook is literally responsible for the course of american politics bro
1: it's it's
0: incredible how did we get here how did we why get here? is that possible it's, it's, and now, it's, it's, like Mark Zuckerberg becomes basically literally responsible. If a Republican, whoever came up to him, was like, yo, here's an unlimited check to do whatever the fuck you want if you allow so and so ads to be visible and so on and so forth, get my message across. That could happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Remember, Zuckerberg and Trump
0: met, and we have no idea what they meant about. That's crazy mm-hmm. to me.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a conversation in itself, because... But, you know yeah, what? let's not... You know I no, oh, to... man. Yo, yeah, we <laughs> should... Now, honestly, we should talk that, because before we... The playoffs, you know what? The playoffs, let's leave that, because the playoffs, we could tackle into the band, because I know we, we obviously already started talking COVID, right? Yeah. But, obviously, the White House had a COVID outbreak. If we want to really keep it, like, on the same topic, you uh, know, yeah. NFL was jumping off... They had the COVID outbreaks. We was talking, they had the Trump mentality. They had that, t- that no. oh, the COVID don't exist. We're going to have fans the in this arena. The Trump mentality, arenas. and we, guess
0: what? And, and guess what's going
1: <laughs> on, guys? Guess what's Drum going on? Trump
0: has COVID. Cats out the fucking
1: bag, and we said that episode fucking one. We knew that shit. He probably been had COVID. Let's be real. Let's be real. This motherfucker is so he, arrogant that yo, I, they, course, it's I wouldn't be shocked. 31 people
0: in the White House circle have COVID.
1: Oh my goodness, that's, that's crazy. crazy!
0: Thirty-one people, yo, <laughs> and their people are tracing shit, and they're saying, yo, there's a quite a possibility that he could have tested positive the day of the debate.
1: I heard, I heard they said he wanted to wait until he tested negative two and uh, positive two times to even try and announce that he had COVID. Like this because dude knowingly they, had COVID and was just whatever.
0: They said the uh, after that, I think on the twenty ninth or something uh he had like a presser and they were saying they switched out the booths like he had his own booth and then if somebody else made a speech they they used another booth Whoa. and it's like ah man like they you're right he really could have had it waited to that double positive and then announced oh man and the fact that like i i personally believe like he they kept telling him you need to go to the hospital right now and he straight was like no 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 until the point that it, he had to like my it's, man it's got thrown crazy. by a helicopter. That was straight like, yo, Mr. President, we need to get you to the hospital. That yo, that motherfucker is struggling
1: to breathe. He's
0: struggling <laughs> to breathe. <laughs>
1: it's, it's just crazy. It's just like, yo, like, like, how did we get here as a country to the point where we've elected easily the most irresponsible president in the history of the country? One of the most irresponsible. M- Fucking uh billionaires in the history of the country because he was a billionaire. I'll give him his good respect. But the dude has been fuck bankrupt a nigga. fucking fuck number of. Nah. Yeah, fuck, fuck respect. respect. Fuck, man, fuck respect. That
0: money is not his money. That's and it's his not his money. And, money. and it's
1: his father's money.
0: That man like, is a terrible businessman. Every venture yeah. he's had has been either a sham, a sort of university. All that shit has been scam, scam, scams, in which he's literally scamming people out of money.
1: What happened to Trump University? Was that actually a thing? Like did that. that it that was a scam. a
0: scam. He scanned people out of thousands, tens and thousands of dollars, and what did not a pay clown. that shit back? He paid like a portion of it or some shit back.
1: What a clown! And it's just he crazy. He's
0: lost money time and time again.
1: Yeah, I, and it's just crazy. Like all these people have so much faith in him, and it's just kind of like you. You kind of like look, and it's just like, dude, like what is the actual track record that you have supported, or what has he done to say okay, he wants to support? Or, okay, what you're saying, he's driven, right? If you go ahead and compare it to what Obama was doing, let's say his last four years, right? Those same things that you're bolstering, was those things in, let's say, um, decline or increase when Obama was there? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, was the economy booming when Obama was in? And then uh, Donald Trump, it may be very well possible that Donald Trump inherited a booming economy or booming industries that he is now taking claim on because it's already been on an an up climb. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not sitting here trying to shit on the presidency. At the same time, uh, presidency, I can't imagine it. You're not in, inheriting something that needs a complete overhaul every single year. It's something that needs fi- don't get me wrong, some fine adjustments and fine tweaking, and year after year yes. it continues to show it. I'm not sitting here saying America's fine by any means. We continue to show it every fucking year year in, year out, day after day, hour after hour, minute after minute. But this place is a shithole. It's not a, it's it like, it's an over version of everything else all over the world. Like, I, you know, and I'm traveling the world and I'm in Africa and trust me, and I'm getting bullshit from my family members. They'd be like, oh, you're from Mar- America. You don't understand this, that and the third. Trust me, we understand it. We understand it. We just getting like some fucking imaginary first class bullshit version of it if not it like the third class version of it just in a first class world i guess you would say we're getting the same shit y'all would get just in the first class world i don't understand so the like american dream is
0: really a lie unless you are born into this country as a white man mm-hmm. <laughs> like ain't up, a lot. it's he just ain't a lot. It's, it's just that's that's really unfortunately how it is and like people who have made it and who are not that has been out of probably twice to three times as much hard work as the next person would have had to do for you to get there. So mm. that is the exception. That is not the rule. Mm-hmm. You know, like people say, oh, you know, now nah, the system works for me. And you see, you know, you see people like, uh, I don't know if you saw Ava DuVernay, mm. what she said.
1: Oh, yeah, now nah, I heard well, what's going on with her. It's so funny, actually, before you even go into Ava DuVernay, but Ava Duvernay has me blocked for whatever reason on Twitter. <laughs> I'm one of the few. So I saw like, yeah, I saw like somebody tweeted this shit. Somebody tweeted some shit that she had on block. And I was just like, yo, I should retweet this too and say, yo, dead ass me too. Like, and I, I do know why. I'm like, the most random people have me blocked with all due respect,
0: but I'll let you keep going. Somebody found an old tweet of hers. I, <laughs> I can't personally confirm, but I've seen other people comment on it. I, I don't know if it's true, but people saw the shit where it said in 2012, basically she uh, commented like, oh yeah, love Harvey Weinstein. Heard the stories of, of him. I don't really care. Like what? What? This is in like 2012 before what? it blew up. Then with the Trump shit, uh, she's always been like, oh, you know, screw Trump. We're going to vote you out. Then when he got sick, she's like, wow, all these, all these people. No, first, she said in the election, she said, if you're not voting or if you don't, yeah, if you don't vote, then you deserve what you get if Trump wins again. Like, whoa, I'm sorry, what? Like you don't I hate vote, those
1: people. I hate those
0: people. That would be happening to those people. Yeah. They yeah. have to endure that because they said, you know what? It's it honestly, it, it it hurts me both ways. If they came to that judgment like I don't have no faith in the system. Mm. And you're there and say, like, Well, you deserve what's coming. Or they go and do vote and you still lose. So they deserve what's coming to them. Like, I don't understand. Then with the Trump shit, when he got sick, she was like, Oh, you know, you're you're no better than him if you're, you know, wishing he were gone and stuff like that. And then after he said something else, and then she went back to saying, Oh, you're pure evil.
1: Tell you what, yo, I hate people like that, bro. I hate people like that. I hate people like that. You know what? You know what this event and I you know I guess you know what let me uh uh-huh. I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Just to add more context, if Uh you don't know, if anybody who doesn't know, she is she directed the Netflix documentary 13 about the 13th Amendment and, you know, the prison industrial complex and also directed when they see us about the Central Park five in which Donald Trump literally put ads out into the paper to have these people. killed. (laughs) And you're saying this shit like what is
1: going on? (laughs) <laughs> yo, like, it's just so crazy to me, son. It's so fucking crazy to me because, you know what? I did see a lot of those tweets, and I saw that. And when I saw that, I was blocked, and I seen that shit. And I was just like, yo, you know what? Like, you know? Like, I, I just got tired. I was like, yo, you see? It serves that motherfucker right. Like, yo, why she got me blocked for one? Because, like, you know, that shit, me the I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, because, one, I watched both of those documentaries, and I thought they were great. I was just like, I was shocked because I, I was just kind of a supporter of hers. I didn't know why I was blocked. I was like, I probably said some dumb shit on Twitter. Like, you know me. But at the same time, like, when you look at her track record, it's just kind of like, damn, like, okay, shit. That's that conversation that I always wanted to have. And I always love having this conversation. You know, these motherfuckers that just be posing or just be minute actors or people that want to act right in the moment. And I do believe that people can change. I don't want to sit here and be hard on anybody for having a difference of opinion. From what, in 2012, that's eight years ago. Like, I do want to give her um, a chance to change or the right to change. That's everybody's warranted that right. But let's be real. Like, it, it, if it's shown that she has like that track record and she's like done this multiple times or she's reflecting things or just like you said, like she's sitting here now talking about some mercy, mercy. Like, what are you talking about mercy for in a situation where this dude doesn't deserve mercy? I'm not gonna sit... I, I'll be honest. I'm not gonna sit here and call for his death. But I'm not gonna sit here and call for his mercy. Trust me about that one. There's no mercy that needs to be like warranted there. Like he he if he dies, I, he needs he, he deserves to die. There's nothing to talk about. Like, like, what are we talking about? Like, like, what's the conversation?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bleed that out just for legal reasons. Yo, <laughs> yeah, nah, right, nobody gonna nah, nah, that's a up. fact. I'm gonna <laughs> just bleep it, but I know you you know, like <laughs>
1: Hey nah, yo, wait. This yo look in my defense. We beyond, can neither no, we can, we
0: can confirm nor deny that the previous comments in question were used in joking manner. Uh, <laughs> we have no more comments at this time. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Um, nah, but look, man, yeah. obviously I hope the president gets well. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got that
0: oh that oh, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you nah, but look if it if it happens, it happens, and all I'm saying is this, right? You know, the
0: Ivan Drago, the Ivan Drago, no,
1: nah, exactly. If he dies, he dies. It's that. It's that simple. It's that simple. If you just look at her situation, it's just like I hate those, those type of people, though. It's just like you know, you want to be wishy washy on people like situations like this. We have to be realistic, and I love that this situation like kind of has like awakened the realism out of people. Like a lot of people have been very realistic about, oh yeah, I hope this motherfucker does it and that. Yeah, yeah, tweet that, tweet it. I want to see it. I want to see y'all be realistic about y'all feelings for this dude. Be realistic about what y'all feeling. Yeah, like, cause like, what are we sitting here lying about that? Like, to be honest, look on their side. Look at how they talk about us. Look at how they tweet about us. Look at how they treat us. Look at black, how they they're running black over artists?
0: protesters. Like, he said, "Run over protesters," and people are running over protesters. Like every protest, there's somebody some. trying to drive through them, straight up killing people, killing people. That say, "Hey, hey, black." Uh, uh, I myself, a black and other non-black people, they're also saying, "Hey, listen, we're trying to help black people here." right. they just want—they just want equity, yo. And these people are like, nah, I'm about to drop. Nah, look at these
1: savages! Him. Kill them! Kill them! Uh, like, what? <laughs> are you serious? Like, that's really that's what's just, going on? Like, what's going on? Straight I, up, yo, it's just so terrifying. Like, and it's like when you just take a step back and you know you just really analyze the situation. You just really like, yeah, like I want to see this because it means people are waking up. And I—that's black rad- radical in me, and uh, you know I understand. Yo, bleep as much as this one out as you want but this is Black Radical and me speaking in this, and I'm not going to say nothing crazy, but I do understand that like differences of opinion, that's either something that historically one side agrees with and just chooses to cope with or not. And that's, like, that's the only thing I can really say on that. I'm not going to tell you what kind of happens after that. We have thousands and thousands of years that kind of show you what happens between sides that don't really agree on things. But I'm just telling you that people that don't necessarily agree, or at least, like, we, we talk about disagreements about certain things is fine. Disagreements on human rights is not something that can be fine or not. That's, that's something that's either you have to be on the right side of history to me, or you have to be on the right, wrong side of history to me. And the people yeah, that are nah, that are on the, And if you're on the wrong side of history, I don't know if me personally, this is all I'm going to say. I'm not implying anything here. I'm not saying anything straight up, but I'm just saying I don't know if I could be around anybody who believes that that of the negative things of the wrong side of history. Like if, it, if it's something that comes to human rights and you are on the wrong side of it, we can't be in the same vicinity with all due respect. Not long term for like with, with all due respect, it, it just won't happen. It won't. It, it can't. It can't work. It won't be a thing that's in equilibrium. Just straight up,
0: we're, we're literally me, like... That's yeah, we agreeing to subjugation. If it don't get better, we're literally... We're marching towards a revolution. We're like, eggs. straight up. Yeah. Like, it's it's at the gates where was, what happens in November, and then, yo, after that, like, if it's straight up, is people just start being like, nah, I'm tired of this shit.
1: Like, I don't I'm even... Gonna, I don't even want to go like, crazy with this RIP situation, but didn't... Wasn't there another guy? Was it... I don't even know his name. Oh... Jonathan, uh, I, I'm going to pull it up. I have a retweet on it right here. Sorry, guys. I usually want to have this. Jonathan Price. So oh, Jonathan, Jonathan Price. Price. So unfortunately,
0: his comments before his death, you
1: know. It's just crazy. It doesn't matter if you're on their side or not. And I was just having that conversation with Wifey because it's so funny. I was tweeting it, and I was just, like, joking about it because what can you do but laugh at life, you know what I'm saying. And, and I know, like, I, I, Dave Chappelle has just always been somebody that I always look up to in this. Because he's, he's somebody that's right about this shit. If you can't make a joke of some of this shit, you like sanity wise, our sanity would not work. But I live on the street essentially, and then in, in the neighborhood. Well, I live on Staten Island, guys, and I, you know, I don't want to overexpose my Speaking location. Speaking of,
0: but, with that yeah. damn, that with the rally. That- Fucking rally that they had Get down well. there. Get Get well, well, Trump
1: like, Get well Trump. It's just crazy. Like we, so I obviously, you know, you revealed that We live in, in one of the hotbeds for Trump. Like we they're big on Trump supporting. And, you know, like because of that, on my street, for instance, this is a super blue lives matter, this that and the third. Like I'm talking like they don't even talk to me. They barely say hi to me, like what up, like nothing. Like I it's it's one of the things where they completely isolated me it wasn't the fact that my family lived in this neighborhood, I wouldn't be in this neighborhood. But so pretty much, these motherfuckers, I'm pretty sure I got like Proud Boys living on the corner of like my neighborhood and the corner of my street. And these motherfuckers, I'm talking about, they got like five different flags up. Trump flags, American flags, Blue Lives Matter flags, like all these different flags. I'm telling you right now, if I was to go outside on my front lawn and hitch up one flag, Black Lives Matter flag, or and a Nigerian flag or some other flag that wasn't an American flag, how offended would the fucking neighborhood be? How outraged would the neighborhood be? Let alone five of them. What is wrong with these people, bro? Like, like, what kind of conversation do we really have to have with people to understand, I, that, I was
0: talking to Ruth about that today. There's no point to reach over the table all the oh, You're to meet halfway in the middle. I'm not meeting no conversation. And you, you're understanding it. You're understanding If you're it. telling me, if you are literally telling me, given the opportunity, you would straight up re- try to remove me from this existence. I only have to meet that with the same exact intention. There's Mm. literally no other else I I can do. If you're literally saying, yo, for, for, was it for laws or even if I was in a position to do this, which let's be real. Most, most people, most of these white people are in a position to do it and they get Mm. away with it. Like, Like
1: I know people was laughing at that stupid Twitter post because that thing went viral and they were saying the FBI was investigating that guy that posted this stupid video. But the dude was like, "Oh, if if Trump loses, we're coming and we're coming hard. Like, what are you talking about? What are you? But even that's exactly, talking about? Are
0: they? That's how they feel. They will. They will ready. They will literally start a race war if Trump. They're they're ready to do like, that. Like a lot of these people. So I'm saying, like, I agree with you in the sense mm-hmm. that I can only. I'm not reaching over the table. I only have to be that. Well, then I guess you gotta go. I'm going to fight for my life. Then that's yeah. the only. There's no way you could talk to somebody that does not that wants to kill you and mm-hmm. rationally. In their mind, to them, they have rationally decided that that's the only thing they could do.
1: Mm-hmm. You I, have
0: com- and it can be so much as that you have conversations with them. You could even call them a friend up until then. But if it really came down to that shit, they would not hesitate.
1: And it's sad, bro. Like it's so crazy, man. Like that this stuff has been happening because I've been like looking through my my social media contacts, and you know I'm not gonna lie, I don't want to name drop anybody, but I saw somebody like on my Instagram story the other day, and he posted like some keychain tags, and he was just like, yo, Trump 2020, like, you already know Trump 2020, (laughs) and I was just like, yo, I was looking at that, and I just cringed so hard, because it's just like, yo, the Trump, the Trumpers are the most proudest political group I've ever seen like political support group I've ever seen of any of them. They know, they know when they say that
0: shit. They want people to be like, ah, you voted for Trump. They want people, like they wear that shit like, yeah, I voted for Trump, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I voted for him.
1: Like, come on, really? Like, Like, uh, it's just insane. Like, and it's just kind of like, you know, you really just like, you really cringe at it because it's just like, dog, like, like, as a like even the liberals, or any liberal or Democrat or anybody you want to, like, name call, like, none of them are these people that are walking around with those five flags, and that's why I'm calling those people insane across the street. Like, those people, are, they have those five flags, and then they waving to me when I'm driving to work. Like, what? Like, what are you, like, what? It makes no sense to me. So, like, I you know, I just find myself, like, truly perplexed, bro. Like, you know, we're really in a state where you know, we have a DJT in the White House, and you know the COVID White House outbreak, and it's and it's really a scare because you know his incompetence. You know, I I know we fucking veered all the way off track, but I'm gonna stare right back on track. But the White House COVID outbreak, you 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 have this incompetence where you said over 30 people have now contracted the virus, like not and people are just chalking it down to oh you know if they get better whatever if they not. Like, if they die, like, what's going to happen if, like, 30 people in the White House drop dead, including the President Trump right now? Like, well, like what the fuck is going to happen? Like, what the fuck would happen next? Like, people don't sit there and think about those things. So, to me, it's just very, very irresponsible. The way the country's being run right now, I never would have thought that I've seen this day. Maybe, and, and, like, this is something that, like, the older generations, you know, I always wonder, like, this shit, but, like, they can attest to. Because, you know, you see your friends... And the people that are your classmates, your peer mates, and they grow up and they, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, there's even this girl that I knew, and my, like, she's a, my peer mate. And she actually was on a ballot, like, when I was actually, like, running for, um, I went, I said running, but went to vote at this last primary, I guess. She was on the ballot. So just when you see, like, like older generations, you know, they might tell those stories, like, imagine about people that became presidents or whatever, like, Yo, like you imagine if you was in class with Trump and just knew that this was a dumbass nigga. Like, this is a motherfucker. Like, and he's the president of the United States. Now? What? Yo. yo, trippy, son. Oh, man. That's it's so crazy, Oh man. So, so crazy. I just can't like you really can't make this shit
0: up. Like, you again, this is, yo, if it happens that, uh, he let's transition comb. if he transitions into the immortal plane <laughs> if he happens to transfer to the soul realm whatever you want to call it <laughs> uh, happens to do that then he would literally be the definition of play stupid motherfucking games and you will win stupid,
1: stupid motherfucking
0: okay. prices. Uh, <laughs> That would be, that's it. Like, you, yo, put, that's it. You just got to put that picture.
1: Sure. Nah, honestly. And I mean, hey, you know, just like you said, you know, I don't know. What comes next? We don't know, but hey, I'm, I'm here for it. I mean, hey, we live through 2020. We can survive anything. Anything else. Yeah. That's how I feel. I live through 2012 now, and hopefully I get through 2020, knock on wood, and, you know, I'm feeling good. And, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We, 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 you know, anything else, I feel like I can handle it. But I guess what NBA playoffs, right? Let's jump into that shit. Yeah. I feel like we definitely did a good job with the uh, White House scandal. Um, yeah. but NBA playoffs, bro, it's been crazy. We are now arrived at the finals. I feel like the wait, the last time we did the pod was it was it was it still before game one? I think it was before game, game one. Right? Before game one, yeah. So I mean, yeah. we
0: made predictions. I'm pretty sure I said the Lakers would sweep.
1: I said the Lakers would sweep as well. Yeah. So, so right sure now so I'm that, off. Right now I, just I
0: Them or five. I, so I either I'm wrong. I, I'm pretty sure I said they sweep, so I'm wrong. Uh, mm.
1: Yeah, I'm off. Said, I'm off yeah. on one because the, the Butler. Salute to Jimmy Butler, Butler. Yeah, he had a hell of a game the other day, man. Honestly. Jimmy yo, G
0: buckets, the G stands for gets.
1: Yeah, he, yo, bro. He honestly, like, I mean, you know, because just like we said, we honestly thought it was going to be sweep a sweep. We thought it was going to be one of those situations where it was just, like, inevitable odds. Like, I mean, Bam Adebayo went out. Um, Goran Dragic went out and they lost two of those games like I mean it wasn't like those guys went out and then they lost the games they were losing the games pretty much when they both went out in the situations that they went out Um, so it was like really dominant at least on LeBron and uh, AD's side I mean they were both averaging like 30 plus it felt like going through the first two games AD was scoring like at the, one of the craziest clips I've ever seen um and now Jimmy Butler comes back with the greatest 40-point triple-double that I've ever seen in a finals game. In, honestly, one of the best in a yo, playoffs you, game, period. Yo,
0: that shit just made no sense. I was like, yo, what the fuck is happening right he now? He looked
1: like Michael Jordan, I mean, because he didn't even shoot one three-pointer. He scored 40 points no and three. over 50%, over 50% um, from the field, too. Yeah, So he was, like, really accurate. And, I mean, he just did everything his team needed to do to secure that win. It was just like absolutely incredible when you really consider
0: that immediately like people used to be like jimmy butler paul george like i you know like paul george was good up and i like that you brought that up i was gonna say that i was gonna say that man gotta be a top 10 player now off the strength of like yo you're taking your team to the finals and then you show up in the finals Mm -hmm. you showed up
1: yeah no i (laughs) agree i agree because that honestly when you really think about it it's just like wow like and he showed up
0: on a team with LeBron James. How does Philly like feel letting this dude go?
1: How does Philly feel right now? Like, letting Yo, this man I'm gonna... so
0: happy because it invalidates all that stupid-ass bullshit. Oh, Jimmy Ball is a bad teammate. Remember the Minnesota shit where he was like, oh, you know, where he played with the third stringers and beat them. He beat the starters, and they were trying to say he was a bad he was teammate. like, bullying
1: them, and he and was bullying basically, what he, he, he was just being like...
0: Ass. I yeah, he was like, "I want to win." Y'all motherfuckers don't
1: want to win, and it's clear when he
0: plays with people who want to
1: win. Look, that, what look at the look at the freaking um the fucking performance. Look at how everybody meshes. Look at how everybody. And honestly,
0: I was like, I, I when he first signed there, I was like, that's pretty interesting. I'm like, I'm sure they'd be a, a they'll be a, a pretty solid squad. They're great. Mm. They're clearly great, but it's just amazing that it was like, oh wow, that's a fit. That wow, like this this it wasn't the teams. I mean, yeah. it, it was the team, or was it wasn't the guy. It wasn't like, Jimmy was Butler, good. it was the team. Yeah. yeah, now you see, like, yo, Pat Riley, Jimmy Butler, Eric Sposer, the Heat, and the team he has around him.
1: They yeah, no, nah, they can do damage. Crazy. So, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, is have we seen enough, I guess? I guess the question now becomes, have we seen enough to where it becomes a series? Or is it over in a gentleman's sweep? Because we still have, we did say it was going to be a sweep. We didn't say it was going to be a yeah. sweep, a 4-0 sweep, or a gentleman's sweep. So we do still have a yeah. chance. To be correct. Um, I do think the Lakers will respond with a win for sure.
0: Yeah, I think uh it's because the simultaneously the Lakers really did have a bad game. Like they just looked just like they were like meh. A little off, yeah. They weren't like, no was doing, you know, he had but he had so many fucking turnovers. Like he just and then AD got in really foul well. trouble. AD got in foul trouble and it, it was just a sloppy game. But mm-hmm. hey, they five-pieced everybody along the way here, and the same thing happened. Same thing game three in with Denver. They just kind of you know? And then they came back and won two more. Like, that was it. Yeah. So, it could happen the same way. They bounced back, and they're like, okay. Yeah, like, and it's what? like... Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they were like, alright, let's play a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then they they went up on them, and then they just lost it again. But look how easy it was for them to come back after that, that they tied the game up and even had the lead, so... Yeah, no, that's a fact. But yeah, if they would have kept that pressure and, you know,
1: stayed with it. They they would have won that game. We would have been looking at 3-0, but can't think about that, so. Nah, I I do um I do agree because, you know, I always do have to still take a step back, analyze and reevaluate the situation to make sure to remind myself, yo, this is what the 5th seed I think in the East or what are they? Yeah. It was the 5th seed in the East, like I mean, I don't even know what that would be in the West, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you always got to still remind yourself that, you know, like the Lakers have beat better teams than the Heat. Like the Heat, and I think the playoffs is still always a, a game of matchups more so than it is, okay, we're just better than this team. Like, it is a game of matchups. If they have the personnel over seven games to type, figure you out, then it can become kind of a conversation. And I don't, I'm, I don't think I'm ready to say that the Heat can do it. I think playing Olenek kind of made things interesting because Olinic had a better game than AD. It's crazy yeah. to say. But like when you look at just the ability to throw different type of matchups at people and still play physical and still have the all-star scoring wing, that could make things, I don't want to say difficult for LeBron, but I mean, he has the physicality to play on LeBron and still come out and give you 40 on a triple-double. Something yeah. got to be said on 45, 48 minutes. I mean... Like, Jimmy yeah. Butler is hooping, and you're right. Like, there is the conversation, because i always had that conversation. To me, it's been Kawhi and Paul George. But then when it was Kawhi and Paul George, there was the year, obviously, after Derrick Rose, when he was trying to come back in the Bulls, we saw the ascension of Jimmy Butler when he had that breakout preseason, and it just led to yeah. a breakout year. Jimmy Butler just became, a like, pretty much another Paul George, just at the two-guard position, like, he yeah. could play the three, but he was truly a two-guard, more so than Paul George, Kawhi, and LeBron that are three-guard. Um, three threes that could play the four. They play the ones sometimes. Um, you look at Paul George, you look at Jimmy Butler now, though. Who is better? You know what I'm saying? Like, who who is necessarily the better it's player? It's Clearly I, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I think Jimmy Butler is the better, like, player overall because he can bring you into the postseason. That's something that's that you need.
0: He's very clear that he
1: shows up. Yeah, very con- more consistent. He's a much consistent player. Much more consistent player, more to the like of like Kawhi. He's approaching that realm of like a Kawhi more so than, okay, he was on the plane with Paul George. Paul George got some work to do, man. He got some work to do. It's heartbreaking. That's my boy, but definitely he got some work to do to at least get back a- into our good graces. Jimmy Butler's an aggressor, like that. That
0: that guy plays hard. Like that's one of those few motherfuckers that goes out there and be like, nah, I'm I'm about to play, mm-hmm. you know, like just straight up. Got you know, I don't like to talk intangibles too much because it sounds corny sometimes. But like you know, for real, like he just straight up is one of those guys that comes in and is like, Yo, I'm gonna play hard. Like yeah. If I want to win, I'm gonna play hard. I'm gonna give you that effort regardless.
1: Nah, and I love him. So
0: and and guys who are good like that, like and they do that. Look, they're capable of great things. Same thing like Russ. Mm-hmm. Russ when he's like nah I'm I'm about to I'm nah I want this game fifty point triple
1: double like what yeah nah it's crazy when tri- when well, Russ uh, Russ is just like always I always say it every single time but he's just the biggest like anomaly like of just all time performances to just all time yeah. forget about it performances I want to forget right he just he he yeah you're right like his motor allows for him to be able to do those things and that's why we love him for it. But um, not to harp too long on the Jimmy Butler situation. Just I make my transition over into my other good brother, who is a great guard. Um, shout out to the point guards and shooting guards of the league. But Kyrie Irving, a shooting guard playing point guard, uh, made some super duper controversial comments on the Kevin Durant podcast. I think he's called the etc. Shout out, K D. Because um, you know, that dude is still one of the greatest scores we ever seen. And I think Absolutely. A great i
0: I think he's like the the most complete score I've ever score seen. Ever. Yeah, exactly. Game.
1: I think that's the but better term to use—the most complete score. Because there is still a difference between the greatest scorer of all time and the most complete scorer of all time in the league right now. Yeah. KD, you're right. Most complete scorer in the league, inside, outside, mid-range, nobody better. Um, I just
0: can't believe, like, what the at your size, this is nah.
1: <laughs> it makes it makes no sense. But <laughs> shout out, no shout thing, out, yeah. Bull. He he launched his new podcast. Um, I think it's him. He got a co- uh, co-host that I believe is pretty much just a moderator, probably somebody who has a better background, obviously, in doing the thing. Um, mm-hmm. And pretty much the conversation came up. Teams, you know, like, they, I guess their composition. And Kyrie just fired off some controversial statements. You know what I'm saying? He started talking crazy. He was like, yo, you know, for the first time, like, looking down the court, I, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but, you know, I, I feel comfortable. Like, oh, that's KD. Like I always felt like I was the baddest motherfucker on my team, and I was the number one option down the stretch to make shots. Now I could look, there's KD, there's somebody that can make it, or somebody as equivalent or of equivalent shot-making value of me. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, dog, you played with Bron, arguably the greatest player of all time. Like and KD is a great player, but not top five. Statistically, like, has a better clutch record. Yeah, like, so it's just kind of like, dog, like, LeBron is better than you in every which way across the board. And you still have have the guts to even mention his name in conversation, especially when you're home right now and he's contending for a title. I mean, I guess let me start off by saying this, because I did chime in and it was lit me. Like, lit me is different than, you know, obviously uh, sensible me. And I'm lit right now, but I am sensible. Let's mm-hmm. just say this. I started off by saying, I do think Kyrie, surprisingly, if given way more opportunities or as many opportunities as LeBron, can be as good of a clutch time performer. I just think that LeBron is such a good player, like, because I don't think that's even given to account. The reason why his numbers, obviously, he has so many more attempts, has been proven better in many more times, because he's just that better of a player. He's a better yeah. player. So he finds himself overall in that situation way many more times. Um, When you take that out of the equation, though, and you just say, "Okay, like, let's just say, like, like to their age. And I mean, I think LeBron still probably has more attempts. But to that point in time, like, you know, Kyrie probably has better like moments or at that moment of when he hit those shots or. You know, like late time, like and when you and when you actually do consolidate it to just the playoffs, because I don't want to like jump two around. Like I feel like it's very dis. Like it's not a at advantage for Kyrie. Kyrie is at a disadvantage because he's obviously not a playoff performer. He's not as good as a player, so hence, um, he can't get into the playoffs as much as like a LeBron led team would. Um, when you take those out of the equations, though, and you just look at okay, Kyrie's crazy clutch time numbers in the clutch. Um, His crazy buzzer, like buzzer beaters or clutch ice gaming or icing the game type shots during the regular season. He probably has really good numbers when compared to Braun. That's the reason why I personally said, yo, look, I think Kyrie is the better shooter. He's a better shooter than LeBron. Are we going to sit there and argue that? No. Right. LeBron is going to be given more space to shoot on the three because he's considered a poor shooter. People don't respect his shot as much. So LeBron gets his shot off without anybody being smothered a little bit. Kyrie is getting hammered when he's getting getting those shots off and he's icing them in people's faces. So you got to like, it's context to it. And I think that, you know, that's the reason why I said what I said. But when you roll the tape, when you look at the statistics, like you said, like I do agree to, because I am realistic, LeBron is the better player. And I'll let you get your shit off about that. What do you think?
0: No, yeah, it's just crazy. Like, it's a combination of, like, I understand his mentality. Like, you have somebody who's known for creating their shot from the outside more so in the sense that, like, yeah, if the defense is on, I can, I can know that Kevin's going to do, you know, on some shit like that. And not that Braun does it or doesn't do that, but I guess KD's known more for it. They just have a reputation, even though, you know, Kevin Durant is the youngest scoring champ ever. He he's a phenomenal fucking scorer. But it's crazy at the same time, like Braun is still what, number
1: three now? On the all-time scoring list? Insane. Number three? Insane. Has a chance to contend for top scorer of all time. <laughs> As somebody who's not considered a scorer or a clutch time performer or somebody with the killer instinct. Hey
0: exactly exactly i can't believe that like at the same time it just absolutely makes no sense And we're saying there and like yeah but the numbers say
1: otherwise like when you gotta sit back and like just take a step back and think about that it's just like wow and it's just like yeah like that's why to me i i like i had to really just sit back and say all right Kyrie, you know you my guy yeah i tweeted out whatever i tweeted out but definitely opinion wise he is bugging um, you know, when you roll the tape. I And I do even think, like, if LeBron wanted to be a jack, man, and, I mean, he just wanted to, like, like truly like be a scorer of, like, any kind, he's proven. Like, we got to give him the respect at least because he's proven in moments that he can turn to an incredible scorer that can give you 50, can give you 60, can give you 40 at any moment's notice. If it's necessary, he will do it. So, like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and um and, and, uh overly agree with Kyrie. I think Kyrie has a point. But Kyrie, you need to get into the playoffs. You need to prove it more. You need to win an MVP. Um, you need to prove that you're not a locker room cancer. You need to prove. There's so many things that Kyrie needs to prove otherwise than um just being on the podcast and talking his shit. You know what I'm saying? Because then he followed it up with the excuse people was giving a flag for that. He did the IG live. I was listening to that. Kyrie is just an odd mind, man. He's really one of those guys that you know. He's
0: so smart and so like, what are you doing all at the same time? Yeah, it's hilarious to me.
1: Like, because you know, it's so funny, and I like, I don't want to give too much thought to this because me, I believe the Earth is round. Let's be real. I I just Uh, straight (laughs) up believe that. Yeah,
0: like right, like the flat earther shit. How the fuck do you think is the Earth flat? and then simultaneously like i have to give him credit for saying yo i'm ready to do this radical shit like i if we're not gonna play i'm ready to not play let's do it like i don't want to play i want to do exactly we'll do that shit Mm -hmm. so it's like all right the guy's smart and he's very you know It's Mm -hmm. just, it's just odd stuff like that. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, some people, some people will cling, like, you know, unfortunately, and that's the problem with the intelligent mind, any intelligent mind, anybody's intelligent mind, you're either going to have them, um, extremely on one scale or extremely on another on a variety of topics. And I'm not going to lie. Like I actually found myself like explaining to Cheyenne why I could understand why Kyrie could believe the words is flat. You got to understand from our perceptions, right? Our perceptive plane is the earth is flat, right? Like Let's be real, and I'm not giving logic to it. I'm just giving the explanation. I'm playing the devil's advocate. I'm not sitting here saying I agree, but I'm just saying this. I put the earth is perceived as flat. We, every day, we're perceiving the earth as flat, right? Uh, then again, in a fucking plane, same thing, we see the earth is flat, but that's not the thing. It's not on from the earth or from a plane that you perceive the earth is flat. It's from space. Things like that. That's where you're gonna be able to perceive that the earth is round. Now, my problem is, is with this, and this is where conspiracy tiny comes in. Less than a hundred people probably in on in all of time have been in space. How like how do we know that shit is real? Like, just like uh, the conspiracy no, theories go about the moon and shit like that, we don't know that shit is real. So I'm just saying, like, with all the shit that the government has lied to us about in life. I would not rule it out of the realm of possibilities. Like, I can put that, that into the realm space of... space
0: doesn't exist?
1: No, not that space doesn't exist. I believe that space doesn't exist, but to be honest, I don't know. Like, I don't know anything because to me, unless I've done it, I'm. you know what, unfortunately, I'm the mind that unless I've done it, I don't know if it's been You gotta
0: done. think about how... I think people fail to understand, like, yeah, we made a certain technological achievement, but we're so primitive in leaving the planet. Like, our technologies are very not yeah, and ready I, for exactly space travel. So it's very limited. And also, again, like, the military puts it in. I mean, the government puts the money into military spending. NASA does not get all, the, all of that funds. But that shit is very expensive. Rocket fuel, building mm-hmm. those shit. Like any sure. type of repair then they're building the international space station like that's absurd amounts of money that like mm. nasa just routinely like I, I don't they just don't get enough to really support that so i mm. can understand like we just don't go back because my the, the biggest thing i always hear from people like that is like oh well, why did we go back i'm like well one it's the moon we probably just gathered enough from like okay well this doesn't really look like there's much here it's just the moon and we send rovers over there. So we still send those equipment. We're like, well, we don't need to send a man over there because that's very expensive. Here, send a little fucking rocket, get this drone, and we'll remote control the drone from there. Save money. You do that. And that's what we do for the most part. There's no, We have no reason to really send people into space to other planets because that costs efficiency. Just like anything, it's just too great of the cost to do that. And the government does not want to give money to that because they just don't see it as something that would lead to anything right now.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I agree. I honestly think if that's the most the um, smart physical plan that that's what we should prove, like obviously do. But my thing is, then you're choosing to just believe what the government is saying. Come on, you, come on. I know. I mean, I know. I know you I mean, don't believe, believe that. Nah, I mean, but. I mean, come on though. Like, just given like the shit that like, we've you know, seen, when you're
0: saying that the government, there's scientists that have this information supported. Unless you believe that the government's holding nah. a gun to every single scientist on planet Earth's back and saying, "You better not tell them what's going on." Like, I cannot <laughs> firmly believe that. Like, that, that's the thing. It's not the government. The government only tells me <laughs> so much, but they're not really delving into that. It's scientists. Like, I I read of uh, physics now, like every now and again, on certain advancements in it. And they're like, yes, this is space. This is everything. It's just, yo, that shit is so advanced. And so that our perception is so limited. So you just don't hear about it as much because, you know, most people that would put money into it just don't see it as a, a quote unquote investment that makes you money. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I was like, so, like you don't hear about it as much, but science and, you know, they're still trying to figure out what the hell is going on up there. It's just there is no money to put people on planets there's none of that like our priorities are still basic human needs apparently still need to be that we still haven't solved that shit first that's why we haven't solved that we're not done fixing this fucking planet before we start looking at other planets
1: no it's tough like and uh, you know i guess that's that's like because you're right like it's not something that i truly believe like you know i why would the government lie to me about that? You know what I'm saying? Why would scientists that, you know, are there researching doing this shit every single day science in their life? Gained 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 from lying,
0: Yeah, suddenly have a conspiracy, putting that much time into teaching it at universe, teaching every single little detail about science to that extent about space and believe like, and it's every single thing. Nah, this, this doesn't exist. That they just would sit there and it would be that elaborate. If you was
1: paid enough, you don't think you would do that though?
0: As a but human, you, as faking the, the, the amount of content that you have to learn for those kinds of scientists is crazy. The math yeah, is astronomical. I agree. I agree. At all, there's no way. Like there are people that have dedicated their whole lives to this. Like it just and again, science is continuously something that hey, look, uh this guy made something two years ago. Well, this guy found that, or this person found that it was wrong. Cool, updated. You know, like. That's just, we, we, everything is still a theory. It's still Einstein's theory of relativity because it only means that we can support this within our current model of our understanding. If we happen to get a better understanding of everything, then we would do away with that and do some new shit. Mm. So it's just too complex. I I feel you.
1: Now, you know what? You know what? This is we We gave him a little sneak peek. We we gave him a little sneak peek of what, yo, physics used to be like in high school. And honestly, one day we gonna give him the, we're going to give him the existential episode. We're going to give the Touch the City existential. Yo, <laughs> <No, laughs> what that? Yo, no, no, yo. Oh, man. Honestly, because I was about to, man, I was about to take a leap down that hole just now. I had to hold myself back just now. I had to. I had to. I was like,
0: yo, I was like, yo Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. I could talk about this. I was like, yeah, hey, we,
1: we about to go there? We about to go there? Like, oh, man. Yeah, but, yeah. Nah, right? That yeah. shit is crazy. Hopefully, they're not lying to us. But, man, yeah. No, nah, that's it. I, I got my shit off my chest. That's yeah. it.
0: That's it. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's a great way
1: to end. I love it.
0: Kyrie <laughs> Eric is bugging. That's the title. Kyrie Eric bugging. Oh, you it, Kyrie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, hey, thank y'all for tuning in to Tust the City. This has been episode 30. Again, thank you for listening to us for 30 episodes. And this is if this is your first episode, we're we doing another 30. We're going to keep this shit going. That's it's it. easy. Love doing it. We're going to keep doing it. You know, we're going to keep as, you know, if if whenever we get through this, we will adapt. We will go and we'll make this, you know, do what we want to really do with this. So this is just phase one. It feels like we ain't even reach phase two of ah, the pod. Phase three the world, the shit we got planned. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening. Again, I'm Fax Mercury. That's Twim4K, the boy. Follow know? us on tools at FaxMercury at twim 4 K and i hope everybody's safe don't be like the president feel me wear your mask that's crazy that that could
1: be a sentence in
0: 2020 don't be like
1: the president. don't be like the president
0: <laughs> not just
1: that either
0: so anyways don't be like the president hope y'all safe and thank you for tuning in catch <laughs> on